0: From Television City in Hollywood.
1: Hey, man! Welcome to episode 93 of the Keep It To Yourself podcast, the most above-average podcast ever to hit your earholes. My name, of course, and as always, is Jason Bullet. The man, of the
0: hour. too sweet to be sour,
1: Jack. And of course, a happy Thanksgiving from me and Otis the Wonder Dog and all of us here at the Keep It To Yourself podcast. I hope that this Thanksgiving is a happy, safe, and bountiful one for you and your family. That you'll enjoy the time with your family, your friends, your loved ones, those close to you, etc., etc. And that you're safe on the roadways, too. We've had some big things happen with this podcast since last I spoke and you listened. This is going to be out the week of Thanksgiving, but I'm going to evergreen this here. The other day, I transferred my podcast from Podbean over to Anchor.fm, or just Anchor, if you will. So I have a new podcast provider you are gonna have a little thing at the end saying that this podcast was hosted and made by anchor I'm really excited I've been wanting to do it for a while but then I saw that I was dinged $300 plus by pod me I decided you know what I'll just cancel my prescription I'll go where it's very cost-effective and by cost-effective I mean free 99 you know I me mean? you know I me mean? you understand So anyway, big changes afoot here as we go into 2020, but let's not talk about the new year just yet. Let's not even talk about Christmas. We're getting ready for Thanksgiving. I'll break it all down for you in the next episode, so look forward to that. But either way, I hope you have a happy holiday that you're safe on the roadways going to grandma's house or wherever you're going for Thanksgiving this year. I'll be going not to grandma's house. She's been long dead. I'm going over to my dad's partner's house for Thanksgiving. Gonna see her two granddaughters for the first time in real life. The whole fam's going out there. So look forward to that in the next episode. This is episode ninety three. But before we get into the deep dive into what happened in the year nineteen ninety three, we have the return of a wonderful beloved segment called Tales of Franklin Alley. The November edition of this segment took place this past Wednesday night as I record this. And we decided a change in name would mean a change in attitude. So we went back to our original name of Jeff Friend Left The Conversation. And it worked wonders for us. We didn't take the whole thing down. But I got my swagger back in Rock Paper Scissors Tiebreaker. So we wanted some food. Got some nachos. Thank you uh, whoever was rowing the ship that night. Not Frank or Heidi. Also won some beer, got a little swag, got a little Natty Light hat. A little out of place for November, but there you go, better than nothing. we had a great time. There was only going to be about two more chances for trivia before the holidays, and Frank and Heidi go on their international vacation. This time they're going to Costa Rica, I heard from Heidi on her podcast. So it was great getting the whole gang back together, not just Aaron and Dan, but the whole team showed up, and it was unbelievable. I really enjoyed it. Sure man for the fact that Frank wasn't there that night. I respect what he's doing. So Frank, happy Thanksgiving to you and Heidi. If you're listening to this, and I know you are. Even though iTunes or Apple Podcasts won't be showing up on your phone. You know, this podcast won't be showing up. A little issue I had here, that's what necessitated the move. That and the cost as well. Going back to that just a little bit. So this has been Tales of Franklin Alley pre-Thanksgiving edition. And now we're going to move into a deep dive into the year 1993, before we get to this special edition, of sorts, it's the new Thanksgiving tradition, forget Survivor Series, forget War Games, forget Starcade, it's T.K. Jingles, Thanksgiving edition, the best of the year. But first, let's have a little history lesson, shall we? What is love? Now's Hathaway, a one-hit wonder from this week in 1993, asking the musical question, What is love? to play us into this part of the podcast, as this is episode 93 of the Keep It To Yourself podcast, and Hathaway's What Is Love came in at number 17 on the Billboard Hot 100 charts Thanksgiving week of 1993, and what a year it was in the news. I said that last year, but the 90s were quite the decade, weren't they? World news, pop culture, that whole bit. Biggest story of the news was the World Trade Center bombing. Not what happened eight years later. But this was actually a bombing of the World Trade Center in February 26th. A month and a half later, you had the siege of the Branch Davidian compound at Waco, Texas. David Koresh got taken out by ATF agents. U.S. invaded Somalia. Remember the movie Black Hawk Down? Well, that was the inspiration behind it. The Brady Bill, gun control law, passed in the United States. Not strong enough all these years later. Yet another attempt at making peace in the Middle East with the Oslo Corps, getting Arafat and Yitzhak Rabin to play nice, sign a treaty, and, you know, it it look like they were playing nice when, in fact, it wasn't the whole thing. Rabin, we'll talk about him a couple years later when he's assassinated. He was kind of like the John F. Kennedy of Israel, trying to make peace with the enemy, and all of a sudden got taken out. It was also quite the year in weather, at least here in the Northeast United States. The big story was the blizzard of 1993, which happened a week before we moved out of our trailer house in the town of Wilton to a suburban housing development. Remember not having school the following Monday. It affected just about the entire East Coast in one form or another. Snow, wind, rain, even tornadoes, even in places where snow isn't all that common. Everybody was affected up and down the eastern seaboard and of course there were floods in the Midwest too. Those went for months. The worst came in the summer. I remember watching the 1993 Major League Baseball All-Star game. I recorded that for some reason because I was pretty keen to do that once I got my own VCR. And I recorded that game and part of the 11 o'clock news, Ed O'Brien from Channel 6, our CBS affiliate, may he rest in peace was out in the flood he was up to his waist in standing water I hope he was alright from that well there are some bursts of people and concepts and things that came to the world in 93 uh, there's gonna be more concepts than actual people going forward I've already addressed this first-person shooter video games came into the world for better or for worse in 1993 doom now virtually everywhere Call of Duty is just hot in the streets the European Union came into being. The Euro would not be too too far behind. Eritrea gained independence from Ethiopia in nineteen ninety three. And Czechoslovakia and Slovakia split up Czech Republic and Slovakia officially at the beginning of '93. Megan Trainor, she was all about that base, and probably still is. She came to the world in ninety three. Ariana Grande. Remember when she had that fling with Pete Davidson? Chance the rapper also born in ninety three. Zayn Malik of One Direction, Harry Kane. We're getting this. A lot of sports athletes of this day were born in '93. Harry Kane of Tottenham Hotspur lost Mauricio Pochettino. He gave, he got in the sack earlier this week in a shock move. Jose Mourinho is now running things at White Hart Lane. Bradley Beal, the Washington Wizards, not Capitals. Whoops, <laughs> made me feel great. Freudian slip. Bradley Beal, the Washington Wizard, of the NBA. Anthony Davis, the Unibrow. Paul Pogba and Harry Maguire of Manchester United in the Premier League. Did I mention Zayn Malik of One Direction? Niall Horan, also of One Direction, was born in 93. Angus T. Jones, he was the kid in Two and a Half Men. He was also born this year as well. And, of course, Modern Computing, as we've known it, was birthed in 1993 with the introduction of Windows NT 3.1 operating system. That's what we had in the first computer we had in a while since the Commodore Soda incident of 1987. I've learned not to have beverages with, out open tops in front of computers ever again. I learned my lesson. Alas, as there is life, there must also be death. And there was quite a book of the dead in 1993. Among the luminaries that passed this year, actress Audrey Hepburn, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Thurgood Marshall, the first African American to serve on the United States Supreme Court. Dizzy Gillespie a great trumpet player, that weird-shaped trumpet that he played like a fiend. Bill Bixby, the original Incredible Hulk. Marian Anderson, the first African-American woman to perform in the steps of the United States Capitol, despite all the racial tensions that were going on. Well, I was pretty strong there. Cesar Chavez, the great labor organizer, two people who helped change the world for the better. Patricia Nixon, the wife of President Richard Nixon. Raymond Burr, you may remember him from Perry Mason, or your grandparents, might, even your parents. He was also in this western series for radio that aired in the 50s on NBC called Fort Laramie. I've been checking that out at, the, at this website called archive.org. The name is, the Internet Archive, I think it was called. Don't quote me on it. Frank Zappa, one of my favorite musicians of all time. I was unaware, of. I was 10 going on 11 this year. Quite the revolutionary force in music. Myrna Loy, the great film actress of the silent era. Ditto for Lillian Gish. Another actor of the an actress rather of the non-silent era, Janet Margolin. Don Ameche. One of the other Dukes passed away in '93 from trading places. I think he played Randolph. Had that great scene at the end. He was averse to profanity, but he wound up dropping that in the final scene. I don't want to spoil the movie for you. Vincent Price, another great actor, probably one of Don Ameche's contemporaries. All those great horror films of a certain vintage, including this little potboiler called *The Tingler*, which I first became aware of listening to Gilbert Godfrey's amazing colossal podcast when David Tell was the guest. I laughed so hard that was so funny first time I heard it. Curly Joe Dorita, the official end of the Three Stooges. He was the last Stooge. He passed in nineteen ninety three. Country musician Conway Twitty, author William Golding. I remember. I believe it was in junior year of high school. One of the books I read for my English class was Lord of the Flies. He was the author of that great tome. Mick Ronson, the great guitarist. Helen Hayes, for whom she has a theater named on Broadway. The namesake behind an expensive sports car, Ferruccio Lamborghini, passed away in 1993. Andre the Giant, a legendary wrestler. What more do you need to say?
0: everybody you know this this thing is really getting kind of serious now I haven't been able to locate Vanna white and I, I was supposed to uh, hi Andre hey my good buddy Vanna
2: you get me you get the giant the only professional wrestler who is still undefeated and all Hogan I'm proud to be it because now that TBS is on his way up that's why he paid me for to keep you out of the tournament Hogan <laughs> and you are and I know one thing, and that's why the people gonna to know too, and that's why they're gonna remember.
0: You are the ex-champion, Morgan. <laughs> well, there you, there you have it. I still haven't found. He is the ex-champion. Don't worry about Van and White.
2: Now, oh Octomania is over. <laughs> okay.
0: Hey, how about getting your How about getting your foot off my shoulder? Ah. For
1: also of lesser stature in the wrestling world, Dino Bravo passed in 1993. In fact, there are a lot of obituaries in the world of sports. I started watching sports on ESPN and all these places. SportsCenter became a part of my morning routine. Despite my mom's better judgment, God rest her soul. Love your mom. Happy Thanksgiving in the heavens. Two NASCAR drivers were killed within months of each other. And months of each other. Hello, me, me, feel great, you know. Trying to pay him proper tribute, I keep slipping the tongue. Alan Kowicki, the previous year's NASCAR Winston Cup Series champion, and Davey Allison passed in 1993. Steve Olin and Tim Cruz, two pitchers from the Cleveland Indians, both died in a boating accident during spring training. Drajan Petrovic and Reggie Lewis, two NBA stars, died within months of each other, one in a car wreck in Europe, the other collapsed in a court in Boston. Johnny Mize, Hall of Fame baseball player. Chris Street, an Iowa basketball player, also met his end in an automobile accident. Don Drysdale, suffered a heart attack in a a hotel room in Montreal. Great Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher and play-by-play guy, or commentator, I think. And to get out of the world of sports for the last obituaries of 1993... We wrap it up with Fred Gwynn. Actually, all little mention of Jimmy Doolittle. Doolittle's was right early on in World War II. And, of course, we lost Herman Munster himself, Fred Gwynn.
0: Lay off that ball, low to the upside part of the plate, and he just went after one. Two balls and two strikes on it. Here's the pitch on the way. A swing and a foul. Off field, way back. Blue Jays win it.
1: the late Tom Cheek's call of Joe Carter's home run that clinched the Toronto Blue Jays, their second consecutive World Series championship. They beat the Philadelphia Phillies in six games with that walk-off home run. Sorry, Bill Mullen, if you're listening. In the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys began their dynasty as the team of the 90s with a 52-17 walloping of the Buffalo Bills in Super Bowl 27, featuring a memorable halftime show by he who shall not be mentioned. I'm sure you know who he is in this context. The Dallas Cowboys were blocked from breaking the all-time scoring record for most points in the Super Bowl. When Leon Lett's fumble, he was going to take it to the house, but Don Beebe was too quick for him. However, Leon Lett gained a second moment of infamy on Thanksgiving Day of 1993, topical, timely. During a game against the Miami Dolphins, the Cowboys were set to win the game. But all of a sudden, this happened. Will it go in the win column to Dallas or Miami? Stojanovic
0: will decide it as he will try this field goal, which will be... Out. And there's three seconds left on the
1: clock. In the NBA, the Chicago Bulls won their third consecutive NBA championship by defeating the Phoenix Suns. John Paxson with the three-pointer in Game 7 to decide it, but the NBA got a big shock in October of that year when Michael Jordan retired for the first time. In the NHL, the Montreal Canadiens defeated the Los Angeles Kings in six games to win their first Stanley Cup since 1986. They've since been the last Canadian team to win it. And there was also the Monica Seles stabbing, too, in Munich. And that really drew into question how close fans get to athletes, especially somebody of Seles' stature. I forgot to make mention of this with Major League Baseball. I mentioned in a previous episode that I went to Yankee Stadium for the first time ever, the old one, not the current building, on August 14th to see Reggie Jackson's number 44 get retired. I mentioned in that episode, had I been there three weeks later, my dad and I would have witnessed Jim Abbott's no-hitter.
2: And here's, ground ball is short. Over to Mattelini, got Got the no-hitter. Jim Abbott, no-hitter for the Yankees.
1: Now, you're probably wondering, why didn't I hear Mel Allen or John Sterling or anybody like that? Well, doing my research for this episode, I happened to find this video of these two people in their younger days at Yankees Fan Fest. I do fancy play-by-play, as though they were Phil Rizzuto, Al White, etc., etc. That was pretty unique. I know Peter Winston likes alternate calls to great sporting events. You can't get any more alternate than that. Moving on to movies the top movie of 1992 given away at that year's oscars or this year's oscars was unforgiven great movie clint eastwood one of his last greatest works had the great wyatt earp hell's it coming it's coming with me monologue the top grossing film of the box office jurassic park made over 330 million dollars that year's grammys the best album went to unplugged which featured the best record of the year tears in heaven as done by eric clapton what a great song that was and now, with history out of the way, let's take it back to 2019 for the second annual TK Jingles Thanksgiving Special.
0: I have a piano. One,
1: two, three. First up is the webmaster of littlesongs.net, Jerry Negrelli, and he had some goodies this fall. Here's the first of them. Take a listen.
2: I'm <laughs> You got some shirts stacked in boxes on the takes work seems like a real pain in the ass and though most shirts would sell real fast you'll be stuck with those size smalls so just do what i did when i was required to gas and ignite it and throw them into the fire Into the fire, throw them into the fire. It's too much to handle and not worth the hassle, so throw them into the fire.
1: Was a triple play from Jerry Negrelli. You can follow him on Twitter, at Jerry Negrelli. We let off with Live With Sciatica, a common ailment for Tony Kornheiser. It was a parody of Living in America by James Brown. Then we followed it up with Throw Them Into the Fire, the Chatter T-shirt for Michael. Please tell Michael. Actually, don't tell him. It'll stress him out even more. Parody of Standing Outside the Fire by Garth Brooks. More country music parodies to come. little tease there. And we wrapped up with Stu Stu Studio, a parody of Susu Studio by Phil Collins. And speaking of the old standards, here's John Fitzpatrick covering an Elvis Presley tune. John Fitzpatrick with his parody of Love Me Tender by the great Elvis Presley. As much as we like to hear the old songs, it's great to get new blood every once in a while. As a little by the name of Andrew M. out of Dearborn, Michigan, gives us his parody of an ACDC classic. Like I said, it's always great to get new blood on these jingle specials. Back to the old horses for just a second. We bring out a filly from Minnesota named K.J. Onstad with her parody of a underrated country classic. He's
3: a good year into his eighth decade And the melodies have shown up in face. He's got Chelsea dragging him down the block Seems father time done, spit up the clock That dog broke his ribs, he's got a fake assist And something's pinching his L5 disc 71 right, indeed And if you open up his fridge, you'll find staking car keys He can't stay awake to watch the gnats Remembers what he says, but forgets his pants But he's back on radio, he ain't done. He's Tony Kornheiser, seventy-one. Who says the golden years ain't fun? He's Tony Kornheiser, seventy-one. Can't hear me, Tony Tumbo's hearing aids all He said you're Tony Kornheiser, Commo, seventy-one.
1: Kirsten KJ Onstead right there. You can follow her on Twitter and Instagram at Buffalo Alice. Andrew M's not on Twitter so far as I know, so nuts to him. Well, we're going to wrap this up with the biggie right here. We saved the best for last, and that is Joe Arrow. Joe created two jingles to coincide with the Washington Nationals 2019 World Series campaign. That was successful. First World Series in franchise history. And we got a little Thanksgiving treat for you from him right at the end. So enjoy as we wrap it up here.
4: If I was no longer the Orchid, what would you say about me? If I went down to Houston and won two games in the World Series and was named MD, if I had four pitches to choose from, to frustrate a great hitting team. Even if the weather wasn't sunny and 75, that is how it would seem. Well, when I was young, I had a tough time, but I had the skills and I knew one day I'd show them. That was a long time ago When people said out West he'll go Yes, I showed them Something that's really cool But you're in bed by eight You never stay up late And break your golden rule Well, they say you're 71 That doesn't mean you can't have any fun You might never see this again Before you die Just have some ice cream over the sink the with a good stiff drink Max is a warrior god And the orchids gonna make you proud I'm thankful for the Tony show For Shadows
1: That was Joe Arrow with a jingle from years ago, long before the podcast. You can follow Joe on Twitter at JoeyTheJammer. And that will do it for this special edition of the TK Jingle for Thanksgiving. Just want to get some podcast out before we get to the special holiday edition of the Super 6 Pigskin Picks. There are other podcasts going on out there. We have the Break It Down show. Scott Husing, old Echo and Ramadi discussed his book. He made another appearance back on the show and Richard Bronson, not Richard Branson, rather Richard Bronson. A guy got out of jail and wound up having a plan to create 70 million jobs. That's what I heard. The Sportscasters had a pre-Thanksgiving episode. Steve Bennett interviewed Jimmy Trina, the new host of the Sports Illustrated Sports Media Podcast. And going off of sports, Greg Prado was also interviewed discussing his new book about Soundgarden. Rest in peace, Chris Cornell. Also, Greens from Allentown had a two-parter, Covering the 1992 Royal Rumble. Hey, didn't I do something like that last year? Oh wait, I did. Never mind. So happy Thanksgiving to all in podcast land. And now this takes us right to a Thanksgiving edition of the Super 6 Pigskin Picks. This is where I take a combined six games from that weekend's College and Pro Action. Though in the former case, we are right about the end of the regular season. Next weekend's going to be Conference Championships. And I had myself a heck of a week, both straight up and against the spread. I went 5-1. and one. That improves my overall record to 30-15 and 15 straight up. 18-30 against the spread, 2-1 with over-unders. It's Thanksgiving weekend, so as I said earlier, we're at the end of the college football regular season. The rivalry games are coming into play. Two of the three games I picked are Thanksgiving. So let's get right to it with a little traveling music, please. All right, we're going to start in the Big Ten. Actually, two thir- of these picks are Big Ten related. The first matchup, Minnesota hosting Wisconsin. The Paul Bunyan Axe is going to be on the line. The Gophers' dream season came to a crashing end. Row the boat. Unfortunately, the boat wound up washing ashore against Penn State. Actually, they upset Penn State. And then a the week after, they go on the road to Iowa and they lose. Wisconsin, well, they had their hopes dashed earlier in the season with an upset loss at Illinois. The line is two, but I'm still going to pick this game Minnesota with the upset. We're going to stay in the Big Ten for our second game. It is possibly the fiercest rivalry in all of college football, Ohio State versus Michigan. The Buckeyes are traveling to the big house after surviving a bit of a scare against Penn State. Michigan, however, has been a bit of a disappointment this season. People have been calling for Jim Harbaugh's head in some circles. The line is 8.5. It's pretty tempting, but you know what? I'm going to take it. Ohio State plus the points. And finally, it's the Iron Bowl. We're going to the SEC. Alabama going to Jordan-Hare Stadium to take on the Tigers of Auburn University. Alabama suffered quite the loss when Tua Taivagaloa, their starting quarterback, went down for the rest of the season with a hip injury. However, his replacement did very well against Mississippi State. No mean feat. So no problem for the Crimson Tide right there. And given all that, I'm going to say Roll Tide, Bama plus the points. I've never picked the Crimson Tide this year. That clandestine Super 6 I did, I picked LSU over Alabama. So there you go right there. And now we go to the National Football League. We're going to start with two of the three games on the Thanksgiving slate. First off, the Detroit Lions in their traditional Thanksgiving Day opener hosting the Chicago Bears, the Monsters of the Midway, who have been less so this year than they were last year. I find it appropriate that the Lions host the early Thanksgiving game they've been the turkey of the NFL for decades the line is one I'm gonna say Chicago straight up with the upset I'm not even messing with the line second of all we go to Big D Dallas against Buffalo so kind of a good-ish game especially given the curtain raiser oh we look at this the Cowboys get yet another AFC East opponent they had that 13 9 loss against the Patriots in Foxborough some very nasty weather Jason Garrett there's finally calls for his head among Cowboy fans meanwhile the Buffalo Bills in the driver's seat for the AFC wildcard not like two decades ago when it was the AFC East they're all but a shooting and a shoot hello you, be, you know the line is 7 but I'm not interested in the line instead the over-under is 45 I'm gonna say take the over finally I mean that we go to the Sunday slate it's the Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the Cleveland Browns it's a rematch of the infamous game where Miles Garrett ripped the helmet off Mason Rudolph's head and clunked him with it. This was Thursday before last. The Browns by and large have been a disappointment this season. Sure they got the win against Miami but come on it's the Dolphins. Let's everybody relax. Miles Garrett's been suspended for the rest of the season and rightfully so. The Steelers know what happened so I'm gonna say the line is won Pittsburgh with the upset and revenge in a sense. So to recap Minnesota with the upset plus 2 over Wisconsin. Ohio State plus 8 in the hook over Michigan. Alabama plus 4 against Auburn to the NFL. Chicago straight up over the Lions. Take the over in the Bills-Dallas game. And Pittsburgh with the upset against Cleveland. And that will do it for this special holiday edition of the Super 6 Pigskin Picks and the Keep It to Yourself Podcast, episode 93 in the series. I'm thankful for all of you for your support this year. I truly appreciate it. Once again, I wish you and your families a very happy, safe, and bountiful Thanksgiving. I'll break down my Thanksgiving celebrations when we come back next week. Get ready for Christmas. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts. I doubt the episode is going to show up now with the switch to anchor.fm, but you can also listen on Anchor FM, or Anchor, I should say, Podbean and other podcasting platforms on which I was not previously on. And I'm back on Spotify too. So once again, happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening. I truly appreciate it. Never take the audience for granted. And as always, and above all else till we meet again, wait for it. Wait for it. Keep smiling. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. The Keep It To Yourself podcast was taped in front of a live studio audience.